If you're an average player, you want to be left alone, right? Because you want to be able to slide by. If you're a good player, you want to be coached. If you're a great player, you want to coach and tell you the truth every day. Did I hustle on that play? Did I make the right read? Did I play the guy with the right leverage? You want to know every play. Because you know why? They want to be perfect. Everybody here makes a choice to do one of those three things. Welcome to the GOAT Consulting Podcast, a podcast dedicated to people striving to be a GOAT, the greatest of all time, serving it up in a way that you can get it in all stages of life. Hey, I'm Colby Jubenville, and welcome to another episode of the GOAT Consulting Podcast. Quick cast. Thank you. Yeah. It is a quick cast because, <laughs> as, as my good friend Jordan said, we're a car ride home and a car ride back to work. If you're going back to work or I mean, going back home, either if, way. If you're... 25 minutes from work. <laughs> but we're right. No, he's saying 12 and a half, 12 and a half. Yes. I think is what he's getting at. There. Thank got you. It. The numbers guy. I like it. The number guy. <laughs> we're, we're back in Pod Studio One right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, where you can sell used chewing gum and make money if you don't Gosh, believe I me. I use that line all wow. the time. Now. Just, just ask Tyler. And uh, speaking of <laughs> Tyler, he's got a new clothing brand out. Uh, it's the next uh, big Tiny thing. Guitar. <laughs> next big thing in, in the, goat, the goat empire. Uh, Tyler well, Burnett. Well, I've got one coming that's goats instead of a guitar. That's I love it. And, and the calming force of our show. The calming force of our show. John. John, who does have a last name, John Byers. John, yeah. thanks for being here today with Thank the you. T-shirt that reads. What does it say today? 2020, bless your heart. We're going to do a little special episode, I think, we are. about that here Get ready. To, to wrap it up. We're, we're growing incrementally every day. Yep. And uh, and we appreciate you joining us. You know, we, we're holding off the sponsors still because you know we we're just, talking to our people, we, we talking want to the their right people. Ones, and we're we've having got to narrow them. it down. We've yeah. got them. We just we're just making sure there's value alignment. Yeah, right. That's right. We uh, we think we got something really cool here. It starts with that bottle of syrup that sits right in front of us. It's not from Walmart. It's from Tyler. <laughs> it's from freaking Waffle House. Yes, and um, it's sticky. And syrup is sticky. And yes. what, do we, what we want to do is talk about ideas that are so sticky that you'll take them back into your house, into your life, put into your relationships, your put them on your waffles, and, and take them into the business and use them day to day. That's right. That's a big part of what we do. The second big piece to what we do is, and this is a, the, the genius of the birth of greatness from, from Tyler, is the GOAT, the GOAT concept. And I never thought of it this way until he pushed me to think of it this way, but a GOAT in sports is easy. Who's your favorite GOAT in sports of all time? You can't say Jordan. Don't. Jeez. Gretzky. There, just go That's there. a good one. That's a good one. I, they're, I, they're easy to see yeah. because what's Gretzky? Gretzky is recognized for his greatness, but he's yeah. also recognized for the ability to bring everybody up around him, elevate them, make them yeah. better. The team's won because he was a part of the team. In business, they're a little bit different. They don't look on their cell phones when they're in meetings. That's that's the first part that, that goats don't the do. First dinger. First dinger. But they compete on unique perspective, God education, almighty. and experience. They compete on unique perspective, education, and experience. Um, they create new levels of challenge. They take those challenges and create new levels of opportunity. And yep. my favorite part is what they do gives them energy while gives other people energy. And Jim Collins said it like this in business, the goats are the ones that pick one thing in the world. Yep. And they're going to be or they pick one thing and they're going to be the best in the world at that one thing. At that one thing. You're in trouble. Why? You got more than one thing, but we'll talk about that later. And you've been on your phone during the podcast. It's not acceptable. <laughs> not acceptable. Thank you. Thank you for backing me up on some that. Some good feedback. Uh, so That's much talk good, about waffles. <laughs> There's some good feedback there. Food. And, and so speaking, <laughs> speaking of one thing, speaking of one thing, we got one thing to talk about today. Oh. 
and that's blocking and tackling. The basics. That's true. <laughs> One concept. And means uh, plural there. Blocking slash tackling. Blocking slash tackling, which Very is... Very rarely do you ever hear them separate, though. It's the blocking and tackling. Yeah, well, it goes on all at once, and that's really what happens in business. Opportunity mixed with difficulty. Difficulty mixed with opportunity. Same thing true in our yep. relationships. Same thing true in our life. Same thing true in our kids. Opportunity mixed with... You lost your charger, and Max brought it back to you and, and left wrote, a note. He what what did he say right he there? Said, he said, sorry, I forgot to give you back your charger, so here it is. <laughs> and it was right there until I removed it. What a great kid. God, he, Max, he is a, your favorite. He's a goat. He is your favorite, as you have said to me multiple He's times. He's a good one. He is a good one. So the one thing that we're talking about today, two things, blocking and tackling. Although, hold on a second. Max just leaked our upstairs bathroom and caused $30,000 in damage. So you'll hear about that story some other time. So he's not my favorite today, but he's not living at home anymore. Well, but so. I know that Max did. And Max, I want to look at you and say thank you in the camera. Thank you. You just helped the economy move forward just a little bit more. Plumbers. God, plumbers make more than lawyers. Yeah, they do they well, absolutely, dirty. as they should. They're dirty. That's a job. That's a great job. Blocking and tackling, that's, that's right. what makes goats goats, right? Yes, it is. It's because they do the blocking and tackling. They, they don't just they, do it. They master the blocking and tackling. They master the blocking and tackling. One of the reasons that I know you're successful in in what you do, not just from a leadership standpoint, but the blocking and tackling for you is the systems. Yes. And you learned that, the perspective education experience from that auto manufacturing company somewhere in North America, including Canada. <laughs> right? Yes. And so when we think about the blocking and tackling, what do you think are those things that make up blocking and tackling in business for people to become goats? What's one, what's one big idea? To me, I go to this, building relationships. Mm-hmm. I think... I always go back to the three P's, okay. people, products, and processes. Okay. That's that's the biggest things for me. That's a blocking, the blocking and tackling, tackling for me every day. That's that's me having the right people on my team and me developing those people and the relationships and then finding the right products throughout my industry. Maybe there's better products that are out there that are more money, yeah. but maybe it's worth me being able to charge more money for those. And then the processes. So whether that's getting better and really fine-tuning the proposal system that we use to get it to a customer in 10 minutes, to be accurate with it, to um, the making the process hard to fail when it's the install. Here's yeah. the standardization. This is how we're going to do this. That's the blocking and uh, That's the, so, For me, that is. So my goat, and I'm just going to go ahead and throw this out there because I think it answers your question. Uh, my goat is Chick-fil-A. I mean, mm. they didn't invent the chicken, but they invented the chicken, chicken sandwich, sandwich, right? And you have cows tell you that. The, the biggest, that's, that's true. That's a great branding. They're I the mean, goat, right? And what do the they goat. do? Think back to Jim Collins, right? Pick one thing, be the best at it in the world. Is there a better chicken sandwich? Don't answer the question because we know it's we know the answer, right? It's not at Popeye's. No, it's just not. not it's, it's Chick-fil-A. They are the goat. They pick a few things call it the blocking and tackling, and they're the best at it in the world. And what what is the one thing? I mean, to answer your question directly, I would say yes, relationships, but connection. And that's what I feel when I leave Chick-fil-A. You know what? I love saying thank you just for the very fact that I'm going to hear it's my pleasure. <laughs> and, and, then, and then I have to get this off my chest. I just have to say it. I know that both of you will respect it. Oh, boy. Everybody else steals it, and they say it, and it doesn't feel the same. It doesn't. They hold that one statement, it's my pleasure, more than, I mean, they ingrain that into the people. 
and and every Sunday I drive by there when my kids were oh were little, gosh. eight, ten, twelve, sixteen, Four, thirty-nine, eighteen. Dad, can we go to Chick-fil-A? God, Jack, it's Sunday. it's Sunday, it's closed. So we think about blocking and tackling and talk about days. Yeah. I think about blocking and tackling and not just big ideas like connection, like relationship, like products and people and processes. I think about number one, here's blocking and tackling. How do we spend our time? How do we spend our days? Mm. And I think about if I was a goat in terms of sports, a professional athlete, I think you got three kind of days. I think there's days that you're practicing. You're out there getting better at what you do. Okay. There are days that you're playing. In business, you're making money. Right. And then the third day, and I think the day that's probably the toughest for all of us, third day is, is your rest. Well, so why did you say it's the toughest for all of us? I totally relate, but let's talk about that. I think that's Well, I don't know how to do it. I, I'm I'm Gosh, full. Sarah told me that last night. It was like eight thirty. Well, that's why you and we're I about to go to bed. And she goes, "Can you please just turn it off for just God, like the rest man. of the day?" Eight thirty. You're going to bed. I was. Well, too, I mean, but... we don't go to bed till probably ten, but we we like to, you know, we like to snuggle <laughs> up and hang out. Watch and, Netflix. Geez. No, we don't. We don't watch Netflix. Okay. she's not a Netflix. Watch Yellowstone. Believer, he told yeah. us. Well, but, be thinking about what your favorite show is because that's later. Oh, well, in the that's episode. that's already Yellowstone. Yeah. 100%. Okay. So I can totally relate to this um, in a number of areas of my life, as you described, but I think specifically, uh, so I, I, as I've shared this, and I've tried not to share much about this because I think people just get tired of hearing it, but hopefully you're not tired yet of hearing it, but I'm going to talk I'm about this, this year, almost two years ago, I started training to do an Ironman, very clearly defined practice days, play days, rest days. And I remember sitting with my coach who is awesome, talked about him one of our other episodes, Scott Folan, great Ironman coach, legend. And Bring him on the show. I remember saying to him, Scott, come on, I don't do rest days. Wow. And he kind of snickered. He was like, you may want to at some point during the process, so we're just going to leave them on there. And I can't tell you how much I look forward to rest days. I mean, when you're putting in 16 hours a week at its peak – and one of those is a rest day, like you look forward to them. Mm-hmm. And and I can tell you that the rest days were more important and more critical to my my mental capacity and the my body and my recovery just as much as any other day that I'm putting in six or seven hours a day. The rest days. Intense. Can you turn? You can't turn it off. You know that. I'm, I'm really not good at it. I'm not either. So how did and you? I'm th- not either. By the way, well, well, and I think the physicals can be a little bit different than the mental yeah. in some respects. But uh, I try to turn it off, you know, occasionally. I try. Yeah. yeah. Here's what helped me get through that. And you talked about, we've talked about systems and processes. And here's what helped me get through that. And I think about this often in business and um, other areas of life. But it's, and, and here's what goats do really well in mastering the blocking and the tackling right? Mm-hmm. They put pressure on the process and not themselves, right? So for me, I had this app tying it back to my the training that I did. And it was beautiful because all I had to do is get up and do what the app said, which my coach would upload into that for the week and I would know what was coming up. It was very simple. I didn't put pressure on myself. I put pressure on the process to do what I was being told and coached to do for a result that I was hoping would come down the road. It wasn't about, was I good enough? Was I going to make it? Was I going to do that? I didn't even think about all that. 
It was, I'm just going to do this today, put pressure on the process. And I think that's where in, in business and success, we really miss the mark sometimes. Performance management, we start putting pressure on people. That's not what gets us to the place we want to be. It's putting pressure on the process. Yeah. That brings me to my goat. W.E. Deming. Oh, Deming. Yeah. Heard you talk about that cat before. W.E. Mm. Deming and his 14 points. W.E. Deming is the father of statistical quality control. He was uh, the individual that was sent from America to Japan to help them rebuild their, their economy after the war. And he was sent there to help them rebuild their country. And he did such a good job in rebuilding them that they whipped us in the 80s in manufacturing for about 15 years. Wow. And, Until I was with the North American manufacturing that could be in Canada. That's right. He invented uh, total quality management. TQM, baby. Or the, version, the first versions of that. And, <clears throat> and his whole idea, John, was that the problems are never in the outcome. The problems are always in the process. The root cause. I love that. I heard it said the other day, trajectory is more important than your current results. And how true. And it's exactly what you just said. No doubt. And and for you, Tyler, he partnered with a guy named Schuert. And they created the Deming Schuert model that later became what do you think? I'm just writing that down. That's going to the team there. Plan, do, check, act. PDCA, baby. Look at that. If you look into Google. Google, you, you know you how to use that? Re- <laughs> the Google. You, you the, rever- Google. the Google, you reverse out of what is the or- origination of plan, do, check, act. It's the dimming Schuert huh. model. It comes for full circle. God, these episodes well, are kind of tied together. Yeah, it's funny. It, I worked for a Japanese company. <laughs> <laughs> that, that could possibly be in North America, specifically Canada. <laughs> So let's think through this. Okay. The, the idea for today, because it, because every episode is is one idea served up in a way that you can get it around the goat and the different stages of life. Yes. And so the one idea for today is that no matter what stage of life you're, you're in, getting the blocking and tackling down is critical to the success for you and the people around you. Yes. And that we know that that starts with how you organize your time. And we organize time first in days. And, mm-hmm. and entrepreneurs in the economy that we live in today, days are built around, am I practicing my craft? Am I playing, getting better, getting paid for in my craft as I play? Or am I resting? And the hardest for all of us, I think, in the economy that we live in and the so in the world that we live in, the civilization that we live in, is certainly resting. We think that going to the golf course for four hours gives us enough time to check out. And when we do that and we come back, we haven't really done anything except yeah. going to the golf course for four hours. Yeah. And then we wake up two years later and we're totally burned out. Mm. The problem's in the process. Blocking and tackling starts with building a process. One of the things that he talks about in his 14 points is that he says it starts with constancy of purpose. It starts with building and adopting a new philosophy. Mm-hmm. And as you sit here today and you're asking yourself, hey, I want to start the blocking and tackling. How do I adopt a new philosophy? Here's what I tell you. The new philosophy starts with this. Who are the people that you're meeting? What are the books that you're reading? What are the podcasts that you're listening to? Yep. 
what's the social media that you're consuming? So if we take it from big picture, blocking and tackling, to the next picture, the next frame, three types of days, to the next frame, how are you spending your time? How are you spending your time? What is, who is somebody that you've met recently that the audience would appreciate the relationship and the takeaway from that relationship? Is there somebody? I, I've got one. Go you, for it. Well, so the way that my life works that's so crazy is, is I just go out and meet people along the way. And somehow God puts these people in front of me, like you, like you, that are just really, really mm-hmm. interesting people. Mm-hmm. My good friend said, if you can be interesting, Colby, you can make a lot of money, and you're one interesting cat. <laughs> Keep being interesting. So meeting interesting people, and then what, when you meet them, why were you, I always ask myself when I meet interesting people, like the first time I met you, why was I supposed to meet them? And so I was talking to to a, a guy here on campus, Chuck Arnold, who runs the MTSU um, Blue Raider Sports Sponsorship, and when we got done, uh, for Learfield, IMG, when we got done, he said, you know, some of the things you talk about resonate and sound like this guy that that I used to work for and with down in Pensacola named Quint Studer. And so I went back and I looked him up. This guy, Quint Studer, was a consultant for a long, long time, sold his consulting company for upwards of $340 million, mm. and then decided that he was going to spend the rest of his life creating something called Vibrant Communities. How, what do you do? What do you do? Do 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 all day, John? Oh, um, I I go in and invest and build vibrant communities. What a great gig! That's cool. And so here's Whatever what a, that means. Here's well, here's what it means. A vibrant community. I asked the same question, and he told me simply, it means a vibrant community has a bookstore. It has a coffee shop. It has a baseball team. It has people that or real estate developers that understand the power of real estate in building community. And the fifth part, and the most important part, it has people that are interested in investing in education and community growth and development. And so the reason that I share that with you is from that meeting, I got a meeting with him. I would have spent the rest of my life and never run into Quint Studer and the Studer family of companies. I learned about his vision for the future, mm-hmm. the things that he's doing. And at the end, he says, I'd like for you to be a keynote speaker at my professional development series for my company. And I go and do it, and I do it virtually, and I love it. Mm-hmm. And then he sends me an email back, and he says, we love you. Remember what I talked about? What's the number one of blocking and tackling? The relationships? Boom. Yeah. How does that happen? A relationship is born. Yeah. You know, Robert, Robin Sharma said, the average performer does many things at mediocre. The elite performer does just a few things at genius. We just had something happen for the first time ever that I want to go ahead and address with our audience. We, we just had... <laughs> we lost Tyler. We lost Tyler. 86 Tyler. <laughs> uh, pull him from the credits, Carl. Uh, <laughs> he, he's no longer a part of the show. <laughs> Go lock yeah. the door. You're in big trouble, Tyler. Can you lock the door? Yeah, that's a good idea. Hey, so say that one more time because so, I think it's so. Important. Robin Sharma said the average performer does many things at mediocre. The elite performer, the goat, yeah. what I, we could replace that with, yeah. does just a few things at genius. And I think back to this, the 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 basics, the blocking and tackling, the relationship piece, as you mentioned for you, it's it's. Doing the little things, making those little connections 
that are going to blossom into creating success. And successful outcomes are never the result of a single choice. They're built up through good choices over time. I love it. I love it. I, I keep things simple. Um, I'm a Mississippi guy. Went to school in Mississippi. Walter Payton said it this way. He said, when you're good at something, you tell other people. When you're great at something, they tell you that you're great at it. Mm. You don't tell them. Right. They, <laughs> right. they just say, they just come up to you and they go, you are really, really good at this, or you are great at this. Yeah. Other people just tell That's If you're asking yourself, how do I become a goat? How do I say this is what I really want, and how do I go get it and do it, which is what this podcast is all about? Ask other people, or when they do yeah. come to you and say, hey, John, you're, you, you really did this better than anybody else. Listen to that. Yeah. Explore that. Become naturally curious about that. And I want to be clear, too, like for me, like I have to put that system and that process in place that I'm laser focused on every day so that I don't put the pressure on myself, right? Like, am I good enough? Am I doing the right, you know, am I doing the right things? Am I, am I maybe not that piece, but am I good enough? And what have I done, sold, fill in the blank, right? Right. It's putting the pressure. Here's how I wrote it. Profitable business profitable relationships, profitable fitness mm. is never a choice. It's a series of choices. It's the blocking and tackling, putting pressure on those processes. Like the way Tyler put pressure on us. To, to rock this thing out solo. And you're doing great. We're, we will get Thank there you. towards the end. Thank you So that so, feedback. So, so the blocking and tackling, profitable fitness. I like that idea. The blocking and tackling, the simple things that we have to do. Part of that for you is fitness. Yeah. Right. I, I I pay a guy to personally train me, and I do it for one reason. I can do the work stuff all day long, mm -hmm. but the physical stuff. My whole life, I've had somebody say, "You're going to do this." Yeah. And at 22, I don't have that anymore, and I got to have somebody in my life because if not, I'll do it, but I'll do it at about 30 percent. Yep. This guy, I'm accountable to it. I pay him money. He makes me go and do it, and when I get done, you know what? I feel great. Yeah. I saw uh, the quarterback for um, the Seattle Seahawks. His name escapes me. Um, you got it? Russell. Yeah, they're very good. He spends a million dollars a year on his body. Trainers. You're just under that, I would imagine. <laughs> I am. I can tell. I am. It is a small part of my budget. That's true. Massage. Chef. The whole thing. That's impressive. All around the daily habits that are the blocking and tackling that makes up his career. Yeah, and you know what he does? No he puts intended. pressure on all those, on the process. Yeah, he creates the process. Because here's the deal with fitness. I heard it once said, and I'm not sure it could be said better than this. It's hard to lose weight. It's hard to maintain weight. And it's hard to be overweight. Choose your hard. <laughs> all three of them are hard, right? All three, can, of, all three of them are true. You can apply that to any other area of your life, business, relationships, I like fitness, that. right? You're on a roll today. It is never a choice. It is a series of choices. And the GOATs, the elite performers, they do a few things at genius. They do a three? Yeah, delegate everything except your genius. And so for getting down now to the granular, to the granular of the days, it's really about the development of successful habits. Mm -hmm. 
And and I think that starts putting with putting pressure on those habits. habits. Yeah. And I think that starts with the people that you meet. If you're not out meeting people, that is the yeah. gift of the world to me. Absolutely. Is meeting those different people along the way. Uh, the books that you read, the books that you read. What what's uh, you've talked about several books today and in session three of our God. podcast, is is there one that stands out to you the most and that has really connected with you? If you were going to say, hey, if you're looking to make that shift today to become that goat that you want to become? I would read, I mean, it's so many align that, that what I've brought, I mean, I talked about Jim Collins, Good to Great uh, yeah. earlier today, but I would say Atomic Habits falls in line. About James Clear, yeah. uh, he talks about, you know, 1% better every day. I mean, and, and he takes the importance. He changed, he changed, reshaped how I viewed goals. It's not about the goals. Systems. It's about the systems and the habits that we put in place. The results will come. Yeah. The results is a function of the trajectory and the habits that we put on ourselves every day. Here, here's, that, that's much better a way of saying it than the way that, that I've said it. But here's what I figured out. And I need to tell a couple of these stories next time. What, what used to take me, Six months took me six weeks. Yeah. What used to take me six weeks took me six days. <clears throat> what used to take me six days took me six hours. What used to take me six hours take me six, now takes me six minutes. What changed? It's the systems. Mm-hmm. It's building the better system. Yeah. It's not the activity itself. It's the systems around the activity. You know, the, one of the books that, that stood out to me, and I'm, I'm going to go ahead and it's, it's confession time with Colby. This is new. This is a new part okay. of the podcast, but I'm just going to go ahead and, and put this on the table. The I have it's coming down. So the plane is coming down. I have ADD. <laughs> Welcome back to the turf. Uh, yeah, uh, who was that? Did you hear somebody? No, he's 86. <laughs> yeah. The kids at the playground. So, call him <laughs> well, the, the, the kids. The kids better take him back to the playground. <laughs> but um, but when I read books, this is confession time. Okay, when I read books, I have ADD, as you know. Yes, me and too. he has it worse than me which makes him great, by the way, um, because he is just as happy as I am, even happier. You know, he used to answer. When I used to call him, he'd answer the phone. You know how many times I call him a day, three or four? Every time, what do I get? Boom, same message. I'm I'm on a call. I'll call you right back. I'm on a call. I'll call you right back. Do you think I ever get a phone call back? No. Wow. That's not true. And so, I am, if I say that, I really am on a call. <laughs> and I'll call you back. <laughs> and, and so when I read a book, here's my goal. And I'm gonna I'm gonna share it with the world because I think it's the way to do it. You don't read the entire book. Books are not made to be read cover to cover. Hmm. I don't believe that. I think books, Carl, are made to be read to find one idea, and it's your responsibility to find that one idea and master that one idea. This goes back to everything that we've just been talking about. A goat master the one thing, Chick Fil A, sure. and then share it with the world. Now here's. That's an interesting title you're holding in your in oh your yes hands there. yes yes. Can we get a close up, Carl? Or can you do that from there, or is this good enough? Okay. Thank you. Can't get it. We are we are moving out of the quick cast just by. We're the way. we're right at the cusp. <laughs> we're right. At, well, this is a quicker cast. Okay. Not There's the, quick, quicker, this. This good, better, less, less quick, good, cast. better, and best. <laughs> Here we go. But I'm, we're going to land the plane on Bring this. Bring it home. This is the book that I found. Is called Hillbilly Elegy, a memoir of family and culture in crisis. Sound okay. familiar? 2020? It's by J.D. Vance. And here's the one thing okay. that stood out to me. This is the real story of my life, and that is why I wrote this book. I want people to know what it feels like to nearly give up on yourself 
and why you might do it. Punch you right in the mm. face. I want people to understand what happens to the lives of the poor and the psychological impact that spiritual material poverty has on their children. I want people to understand the American dream as my family and I encountered it. I want people to understand how upward mobility really feels. And I want people to understand something that I only learned only recently, that for those of us lucky enough to live the American dream, the demons of the life we left behind continue to chase us. Now, I know that's deep. There's a lot to unpack there. I know that's deep. You'll but, have to rewind that But a the times. point of it is not the quote itself. It's just finding that one idea in a book, mastering it, the blocking and tackling of it, yeah, and making good. it part of what you do every day. The podcast that you listen to, besides the Goat Consulting Podcast, what's one listening. other podcast that you listen to? The choices that you make every day, you just talked about them, all the choices that lead up to the result, and then finally the de- development of successful habits. The development of successful habits. When you're at the podcast, you stay at the podcast. The development of successful habits. Yes, uncomfortable. The blocking silence. and tackling. The blocking and tackling. That's the thing. The three days. Yep. Pressure the habits on the system. The pressure on the system. Let's do it. I'm Kelby Jubenville, and for Tyler Burnett. And John Byers, this is the Gold Consulting Podcast.